Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni. Another week of Bennington Wrestling in the book. We're going to recap this week and uh, peek into the upcoming week. It sounds like it's going to be a little snowy to start, but we'll talk about that as we get to it. Um, as always, you can ask us questions over email, over Twitter, or however you want, and we'll we'll try to answer them on the air. Um, I guess we'll dive right into the the new segment this year, the weekly COVID update. We actually have an update this week. Yeah, things got interesting earlier this week. Um, I don't know if interesting is the right word. Interesting <laughs> is part of the word, but uh, scary is, is another thing. Uh, we do have one uh, individual that uh, did test positive um, and uh, uh, test positive on Tuesday. And fortunately, we had a little bit longer weekend and wasn't at practice on Monday. So, um, but anyhow, then we had several other kids were sick and home and, and uh, um, you know, so that gets scary. A couple of those already were f- previously positive st- students uh one before the see wrestling season isn't even happened so that wasn't even a wrestling thing and one of them was from the earlier december they were homesick but they came back right away and in fact one of them checked with their doctor and said that um they're they're uh, very confident that uh, he would not have covid at this time but uh and he was back the next day anyway feeling good so some illnesses going around. Um, we did have a couple others that, that, that were sick that uh, they did go test and they tested negative. So we got to um, remember it is that time of year. I mean, sicknesses are going on just normally, you know, flu or cold or something like that. So right, yeah, that's 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 true, and that's so. But still, it's scary yep. when the situation because um, as we had found out in December um, that. Three positive tests within a uh, 14-day period uh, means uh, shutdown of the program uh, for a time period, and and uh, um, so uh, that's where it's scary. And we've had at least three get tested: two negative, one positive, um, and uh, we also have right now three on quarantine because of close contact. So that's still scary enough that uh, those guys might come down with it and i mean mm-hmm. the most important thing is that everybody's healthy that's uh, number one obviously but uh, we also don't want the uh, program to shut down for any reason and, and especially this time of the year because yeah you know looking back it was pretty disruptive to our our season um and we're just starting to recover from that and uh you know we may not even fully recover by the end of the season to where we could have been but uh, it is what we it is. We got to deal with it. It's I guess it's better than not having a season at all. But um, you know, so uh, you know, hopefully everything turns out well. Um, now I I do want to emphasize too that uh, you know the that wrestling itself again does not create COVID. So if we're not you know these guys uh, this one that tested positive he didn't get it in the wrestling room. He, somebody has to bring it in first um we've been very very healthy before that so obviously he he had to have gotten it outside somewhere i you know i'm not saying where i don't know where 
to be honest. So, I mean, it could be anywhere. It could have been school. It could have been uh, at a friend's house. It could, you know, been a, you know, a lot of places. Um, but uh, obviously he didn't get it in the program, and we're trying to keep it out. And that's, you know, why guys are in quarantine. And these are others that had close contact. Um you know, obviously that's close contact outside of the program. That's not close. And I know who they are, who the close contact was. And, um, you know, that's, you know, not necessary to be brought up in, in this situation, but, but, uh, all of it's close contact outside of the program. So, um, you know, all our protocols are doing everything possible to keep it out and keep, uh, kids healthy and the program going. And, and, uh, um, so that's, that, that's what it is. And, you know, there's other sports I've had to deal with the same thing at, at their school and ha- had to have be shut down also, and they have to deal with the same situations as amongst their uh, athletes and classrooms and everything else. So it's something we're battling. And um, fortunately, uh, so far this week, cross our fingers, everything's been going okay. We haven't had more than that that one positive and test, and and we're still going. It, uh, that 14 day time clock that we're going on we're about only halfway through that so we got a whole another week yet that hopefully you don't have two more pop up on us that uh, uh, you know can cause issues for us uh, and and the bad part is uh, we're getting down to uh, I mean last time it, it was it was just about two weeks total from um, of shutdown um, I mean it's almost two weeks and so uh, you go two weeks out from now, we're in sub-districts, and, and if we can't compete at sub-districts, the season's over. So uh, any kind of shutdown at this point probably ends the season, and, and uh, um, you know, we we don't want that to happen. Um, so let's go on to more positive things here. Yeah. So that's all we got for that. So Monday, uh, the JV headed to Elkhorn. Um little i don't want to say nervous but last year they went to like what after 11 o'clock or something it was a long tournament last year yeah i think it was 11 30 we we're walking out of the building so they put in some changes to to help make it shorter and then they were about they said they had about 60 less athletes in it went from like 170 to 110 something like that so that naturally helped make it go a little bit faster and be a more normal JV length event. Well, there was a negative to that too. Yeah. Um, last year I, I get to come and watch <laughs> uh, a, a lot of wrestling um, and, you know, cause I run the practice with the varsity. Then I come over after that. And uh, so I got to help out and watch a lot of wrestling, um, which I really like to, uh, you know, help watch our JV whenever possible. Cause that's our future. Uh, and this year I walked in as they were leaving. So I crossed paths. Um, so I, I didn't get to see any this year, but oh well. Yep. I think everybody got at least two matches. Unfortunately, some of the kids had to wrestle each other. Um, but that's you know pretty normal in JV tournaments, especially when I think we had... Probably 20% of the kids, almost. Yeah, we had the biggest team there by far, or maybe not by far, but we definitely had the biggest team there, and we were. I think we, he said we were the only team that had kids that had to wrestle each other just because that's, you know, when, you, when you've got four kids in one weight class, you're probably going to meet up at some point, especially 
especially in round robin and stuff like that. But so might have even taken home more more hardware. But um, overall, I think the kids wrestled well. Um, been seeing it seems like I've been seeing improvements with the JV each tournament. Um, I guess nothing nothing I really want to dive in specifically on. Like I said, it's it's almost just a constant go 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 at those. Um, with so many guys wrestling, I mean, I think we've got 22 JVs. So yeah, that's how many we sent. We actually have more than that because right. some were sick or injured. But, um, yeah, and that's why we sent three coaches there. Um, because you know, of that many, and and uh, I know every year we're asking for more paid coaches and more volunteer coaches. This is a great example of of why we we need um, coaches. Um, and I, I, you know, I totally understand the school's side that uh, I never ask for anything paid-wise more than what uh, um, is, I don't know if there's really a standard, industry standard, but what I normally see across the board of uh, 10 paid, or 10 athletes per paid coach is, seems to be the average. Uh, so that's where we're at asking-wise. And, um, but I do, and I, and I do, uh, look for a lot of volunteer coaches ask for volunteer coaches uh, uh and uh i know they they're concerned that we have more volunteer coaches in other sports but uh, uh it's just the uniqueness of our sport and that's a great example you got 22 kids uh on four mats i mean you could have three mats it well, was they down went, three they had four right intended to go four but because the numbers are smaller now mm-hmm. next year if numbers are back to 180 they could be running those four mats and and so uh you could have four guys wrestling at one time and, and you can't have just two coaches, one on each, you know, on, on trying to cover four mats, especially JV that need more help mm-hmm. uh, just because they're inexperienced and, and stuff. So, um, you know, it, when it comes down to asking for these volunteers or if, or if you're wondering why we have so many volunteer coaches, um, that's exactly why. Because we also remember we're running varsity practice um, and we really need a couple guys there, at least minimum, uh, to help run that practice. I mean, running practice with one person, a coach would be extremely difficult because all things go on. If something happens and you need to run to the trainer for help or something, uh, you, you leave the room empty. Well, not empty. You have the kids there yeah, unsupervised. And so you can't do that. So. Technically, you need a minimum of two coaches anyhow, so... Uh, uh, you're talking about something like that. That's that's six coaches right there. You need, and that's not even counting when we go places. Uh, you know, for example, early in the year when we, um, uh, in the past, and even the, uh, we have gone to Boys Town and we have JV going to Fort Calhoun, and uh, in the future, you know, we may have uh, as we have a girls team, we'll have another girls team going somewhere else, three, three places on one weekend, uh, multiple mats. Um, I mean, you could do the math, and you need a minimum of nine coaches if you want to cover every single mat, um, and probably more. Uh, but uh, so anyway, I totally diverted off that topic. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but uh, so go ahead, back to JV wrestling at Elkhorn. Well, I guess I didn't have much. I think I got through most of what I was going to say. Is just seeing good improvements out of the kids. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, and I didn't get a that. chance to see but uh, that event, but uh, 
uh, in early ones, I've noticed that we've seen improvement and seeing the kids learning, and that's good. And you know, assuming it continues to keep getting better, and um, glad to see that because that's that's our future, right there, and at the Elkhorn JV tournament. Yeah, and and even in practice, like after that, it seemed like we were a little sluggish to start the week, but the guys de- definitely picked it up near the end, and we're we're wrestling harder in practice like they should be and we actually uh, was it thursday i think where we got done a little bit ahead of the varsity team or was it wednesday it was one wednesday or thursday and i put on a match that was pretty a high level high school match that was pretty intense and constant go you know go 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 the whole match and you know it seemed to help um, the guys definitely had a better intensity Friday, so that was good. Um, moving on, we didn't have the Burke duel this year. They are on pause for COVID stuff. Um, so off to uh, Lexington for the Higgins and early bus ride for us. For yeah, uh, yeah, that is. In order to do this, uh, obviously the school right now, and this is, involves all sports. It's not just us. That uh, you know, there's no overnight stays. All sports and all activities, you know, no overnight stays. Um, you know, unless it's required by a state uh, competition series. For let's like, example, I, I mean, I don't think anybody's doing it this year. But let's say the basketball team has to go out to Garing for sub district or whatever. However, their mm-hmm. stuff works. Uh, you know, they might have an overnight stay or something like that, but because it's part of the tournament series, or um, you know, or if we would have had the state duels, we would have been able to at that point. But normal in normal season stuff, there's no travel, uh, overnight travel. Um, so uh, actually, the Lexington themselves, they they did everything they could possibly do to 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 get us there. Um, they moved weigh-ins. Uh, Back in the day, uh, you know, from uh, normally, I think the weigh-ins are, let's see, uh, seven. 7 o'clock, yep, because 8.30 they start JV wrestling, and that's an hour and a half after. So 7 a.m. wrestling, which would mean we'd have to leave the school about 2 a.m., so that's why we stay overnight normally the night before. Um, but this year they moved it uh, weigh-ins back to 9.30, and, and uh, we're able to leave uh, approximately 4 a.m. to get there and and uh we did have a few parents take you know that were driving up there staying overnight anyhow took their kids with them and um that's an unusual situation normally i uh we don't uh, allow students to come separate unless there's a special circumstance uh, we want them to come with the team uh, for multiple reasons uh, mostly team reasons is you know making sure we're all there and all at the right place uh, um, but it was a unique situation and especially with COVID, I, it's probably a, probably a good thing that people are more spread out and, mm-hmm. uh, the kids weren't all on the bus, especially with this past week, what was going on. Uh, you know, we spread them more out and had more room on the bus to spread out and certainly a lot more room to spread <laughs> out. And, and, uh, also the, the kids all went with their family who they live with every day. And so, um, that worked out plus then coming back the the bad roads um you know i think more people than normal there's some of them were going to plan to ride the bus back but didn't just for safety but so early morning 
winds yep uh, but at least they worked it out for us to get there and really glad because this is a great tournament for us in multiple ways um, especially this year uh, uh, is a premier tournament in class b this year uh, and you know, with having uh, you know four of the top 10 teams in class b there uh, along with uh, one of the top two or three teams in class a um, and then just the different competition we needed to see uh that uh, down the road uh, i thought was important for us and uh so it turned out to be a great event for us and also a learning event uh for us too um i guess going through some of the the team results to start with as far as beatrice uh, uh and the ratings i'm using there's nswca ratings uh they are currently ranked number one in class b and and they won this tournament uh, and actually they won it fairly convincingly so uh, they wrestled great i mean i i mean they they've got some upsets that uh you know never expected and um you know we're so busy that we don't see all the matches there's a couple of them i'd, I'd like to see what happened at because uh, i can't believe they would get that win and um, you know, and sometimes that's the great thing about wrestling. Uh, you catch a guy right. I mean, you may be dominated uh, in a match, and you catch him right, and you can pin him and, and get a win. And uh, we even had a couple of those um, probably go both ways. <laughs> yeah. We had some that went in our favor, and then we, we had some that, how could you get pinned by that guy? You know, and, and that's just part of wrestling that, um, you know, he you get caught and you get pinned and the match is over. Nothing you can do about that. Um, the best, and, and we, we, we did actually have one of our practices that we did go over, you know, just don't, how to, you know, just some tips on not getting to your back and how to prevent things there. And then when you get on your back, getting off your back, because uh, that's just as important as learning the, the offensive techniques as far as scoring is uh, sometimes you're going to be ahead uh, by 10 points and all of a sudden you're on your back you're, you're going to need to know how to get off that to win that match um, and you never know when it's going to happen uh, you, you look at uh, Brett Velasquez a four-time state champ for us he got put on his back uh, his junior year I think it was his junior, his year, junior year yeah uh, he was winning he got put on his back and uh, if he doesn't uh, fight off his back uh he's not a state champion uh and he fought there for a long time and uh actually had to go in overtime because of it he was up by five points and got put got reversed and put on his back and and uh you know if he doesn't fight off his back and it was a it was quite a while he fought um you know and gave him a chance to come back and and win it in overtime then so uh you got to know how to do that and so it cropped up again for us this week but Hopefully, we just got to keep working on that. Um, going on, I guess, uh, Garing, Garing has been, they're rated number two in the NSWCA ratings. Uh, they've been rated number one in, you know, they've been rated one and two. Beatrice and Garing basically been bouncing back and forth. They're very close. Uh, you know, and Garing's also been number one in some of the other ratings, too. So, uh, you know, certainly those are the top two teams in the state, and and uh, they finished 1-2. Uh, North Platte came in third, uh, not too far behind Garing, uh, within uh, six points. 
of Garing, um, actually five and a half points behind Garing, and they're rated number two uh, or three, depends on which poll you're looking at, in Class A. So a very, very solid team and, and been following their uh, results uh, throughout the state because they've been competing a lot and all over the place and, and in some big tournaments and, and been winning big. And and the reason why I kind of follow them is because I knew we were going to see them here and you're going, wow, they're – you know they may be the team to beat, and uh, so seeing where they finished and and how much success they have had uh, shows that how tough a tournament this this really was. Um, you know them getting third there. I mean, shoot, they may finish higher in the Class A state tournament this year, and uh, then the Lexington Invitational, or actually John Higgins Invitational. Um, so uh, they finished third. Uh, we finished fourth. Um, and then the returning state champs, Hastings, uh, was fifth, and and we finished ahead of them by almost 30 points. I think it's 20, 28 points ahead of them, so uh, a big gap there. And, and there was a little gap between us and North Platte. Um, you know, I was hoping to ca- close that gap, and um, we won about as many as they won in the finals, so we couldn't really close that gap. But uh, interesting thing enough is uh um last year we won this tournament over hastings when they were state champs and and we scored more points this year than last year so that was kind of an interesting thing that i I noticed um you know that when i start talking about some of the stuff uh um you know there's a lot of good and a lot of bad came out of this tournament uh for us um you know, and if you really stand back and look, there's probably more good than bad that come out of it. Uh, and anything that bad came out of it was more, um, yeah, we lost matches that we feel we shouldn't or, or not making progress in certain areas we were, we we're hoping to. And and uh, But you turn that bad into a positive, and as far as learn from that and get better, and that's um, – so that, that bad we're talking about, we're trying – we're going to – take that and turn that into a positive and have thing and work on those things and hopefully make improvements uh, by the end of the year um sixth place scott community which is out of kansas they're traditionally a a very good wrestling team um you know so so them finishing sixth that's uh that's probably tough on them uh but uh like i said these there's some really tough teams there and, and uh you know, it's, I think I put in the newsletters a mini Class B state tournament, and that's uh, that's probably pretty accurate, as, as solid as it was. I mean, um, obviously, there's some teams missing out of that mix. If you're talking about Class B state tournament, that's, that's why we're calling it a mini, not, not a full state tournament. Um, but some of the best teams in Class B out there, because Hastings is is ranked in Class B, um, also, you know, in, in addition to being returning state champs. And uh, they were kind of – Finish it up with Lexington and Sydney tied for seventh, and Adam Central comes in ninth, and and Holders at tenth. So, um, you know, it uh, good, good, solid tournament for us, and um, one we really needed to see. Uh, this is, you know, we've been saying this all year, and I'll say it again, like a broken record, that this has been a really strange year. Usually, we see these type of tournaments early in the season, like at the Fracas or. In the old days at Boys Town, and and uh, we're looking at change that schedule. To, 
uh, to see some very tough competition early in the season because um, there's things you learn from going out against tough competition that help you get better. Um, when you go win a duel uh, 66 to 6 or something like that, yeah, you feel good that you, you smoke somebody, but, uh, um, you know, there's some little things in there that uh, you may not catch that you do when you get beat, and you're looking at it going, why did I get beaten? and how do we fix that? Um, and so that's that's why it's good to see this. And, um, you know, and I felt last week Skyler was a good tournament, um, but it wasn't a great one like this one. So, um that was a that was helpful us to us there too, but in in other ways. But uh, uh, this is certainly a step up. This is um, you know about as good as you're going to get in Class B this year as far as quality tournament. Um, and uh, you know we've we've seen some good competition, but not consistently like this. Um, you know, obviously we wrestled Millard South and uh, wrestled Blair in a duel, and also saw him at uh, uh, Skyler and and uh boys town and and we and we've seen good competition throughout the year but not this kind of depth uh and multiple match after match uh that you have to fight through good competition and and so um yeah i, I think that's gonna be really uh helpful for us so <clears throat> yeah i guess <laughs> if you want to dig in by weight by weight like normal uh, and start off with Caden uh, at 106. He took third place. Um, he had some some good matches. Um, ran into a buzzsaw in the semis. That Hauser is is for real, <laughs> to say the least, from Sydney. Yeah, um, you know we've seen some of the best uh, 106 pounders in the state this year in all classes. I mean, he's wrestled uh, Miles Anderson from Millard South and, um, you know, Logis from Blair. And, uh, you know, and we've also seen that uh, uh, one kid over in Missouri Valley who's uh, highly ranked in Iowa and doing very well. And um, so we, we've seen some of the top uh, wrestlers, in, you know, around in, in 106. And, um, you know, we're also aware of Swoboda from last year. We, now I didn't see him this year yet, and but uh, um, you know I, I think that Hauser is probably as good as anybody in 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 the state and maybe all class uh, right now. Um, you know even like Miles Anderson and and that kid from uh, uh, Missouri Valley. Yeah, there was a difference in the match, but I thought a couple things different there, or a couple call, questionable calls and things like that that change the match and we're at least in 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 the match where i think we have a chance to win if we just wrestle a little bit better in certain situations um that were competitive well this one i i don't know i hate to say we weren't competitive but it just about weren't uh, um you know there's things we can do and hopefully we learn from this match um you know how uh, hauser did some things that uh, uh caden's got to do a little bit better job at uh preventing and and um, you know, that's something that, uh, um, we'll take to him and, and work on, um, you know, I, I don't get into that specifics cause I don't want to announce where a weakness is. <laughs> so in case we got <laughs> somebody listening that we don't want uh, to hear and take advantage of that. But, uh, uh, anyhow, we, you know, I, I noticed something that Hauser was doing that, uh, gave Caden uh, some trouble and, and, 
that is actually pretty fixable. Uh, but still, uh, you know, that Hauser was pretty dominating uh, in that match and even in the finals. Um, uh, so, uh, very, very tough wrestler. But you know, as far as Caden goes, um, uh, you know, he beat a, a, a very good wrestler from uh, North Platte, um, had 32 wins already on the season. Um, you know, so he had a good win there in the semifinals, and uh, then he ran into Hauser, and that was a little bit rough. Uh, but uh, uh, one of the great attributes you need if you want to be a, a great wrestler is um, when something bad happens, whether it's during a match or or even the the match you lose, you got to bounce back and, and wrestle well coming back through. Um, and uh, um, you know, and Caden did. Caden's next match in the Constellation semifinals was against uh, Beatrice Kid, who was very tough and uh, uh, has been rated most of the year in, in, in a lot of the ratings. And um, we never got to meet him because he didn't make weight. Uh, he, he wasn't able to get down to the weight. He, according to the coaches, he's struggling with his weight. Uh, so obviously a, a big wrestler, a big one with a six-pounder. Um, Caden handled him pretty well there. And so that was good to see, yeah, to get that win because that's another one of those important matches for for class b uh along with that hauser from sydney you know we um uh you never know we might see him at state and uh obviously we'll have a plan for him if if that comes about and hopefully we can close a gap on that and and uh sometimes you can close a gap it just takes one move um and all of a sudden you win the match so uh you know that's what we'll that that's why that's this tournament is extremely important to us and uh and and for Caden he had two good matches that uh, against kids that he uh really needs to see before state the state tournament uh then he had this Dane um Ashton Dane from Garing who has been rated number two came in the rank rankings number two uh he was a state medalist uh last year uh actually for Plainview uh kind of unique situation he was their JV wrestler state and placed third at state because uh, the varsity wrestler got first at state. And the reason you're saying, what? Two state medalists from the same school? Yep, that's true. Class, Cla D. class D, they're allowed. Uh, and it's only class D that's allowed to enter more than one wrestler per weight class. Uh, they just can't enter more than 14 wrestlers um, uh, in the state tournament. So uh, a little different for them. And so he was a state medalist. Um, and then he actually, from what I understood, he they moved to Rushville or somewhere around there. Uh, and then around, and that was before the school year. And then they moved again to Garing. Um, and that's why he hasn't wrestled since, uh, he hasn't wrestled in the first part of the year. And he, he came in right after Christmas. Uh, he was finally eligible to wrestle. And, um, and so he was highly rated and undefeated coming into this tournament. Um, and uh, uh, did get upset in the semifinals by the Hastings kid, um, who unfortunately we didn't get to see, but, um, you know, that would be one we'd like to see also. But uh, one positive is I do know we have a common opponent over him. Uh, uh, he'd lost to Columbus, and, and Caden had beaten Columbus. So um, we know that uh, we, we certainly – uh, can win that match if we wrestle well. Uh, and then uh, uh, 
so at wrestling that Ashton Dane Caden got a nice win, seven to two win. Really controlled the match. Um, so real happy to see that. Uh, you know that he was able to to beat state medals like that. That's highly rated and uh, goes to show that he belongs up there in the ratings. And and if if Caden has a great state tournament, um, he can finish pretty high at state. Although there's there's a couple people that's uh, going to take the, take a lot to overcome yet, but uh, we'll do everything we can to do that and do our best. Uh, One thirteen, uh, Kale. Uh, he ended up. Uh, well, he did wrestle two periods in the in the finals, <laughs> um, and he probably scored about fifty points total. Uh, I, so uh, anyhow, he he got a first period pin. Uh, in the it would be the consolation semifinals. Uh, no. Oh, not the consolation. Sorry, not consolation. I mean quarterfinals. quarterfinals. That's what I meant. This. I. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, quarterfinals got a pin there in minute twenty six. Another pin. Um, yeah, against a decent wrestler uh, from Adam Central, in uh, a minute eighteen in the semis, and then uh, um, I think he was up like fourteen to three in the first period on. On this Lexington kid from as Naylor from Lexington and mm-hmm. and Naylor's a good wrestler. He he has currently only has three losses, two of them to to Kale. So <laughs> I think he's tired of seeing Kale because he saw him last week at Skyler and then this week in, at his home gym and and both times Kale kind of uh, took it to him. I think he's up fourteen to three on him. Um, you know that Naylor is rated in state too, so he's a good wrestler and in fact. Um, he teched his first guy pretty easily, seventeen to two, and then pinned the next guy, who, who's a uh, this Shirley from Garing, who's actually a very good wrestler. Um, let's see, what did Shirley get? Shirley got, yeah, he Shirley got third place and and majored his guy in the finals or in and for third, twelve to four. So very solid wrestler. Naylor pinned him in thirty six seconds. So uh, Naylor's no slouch at all, and. Uh, Kale was up uh, uh, fourteen to three, I think, at the end of the first period, and mm-hmm. um, and put him on his back in the second, and you could just see the kid was <laughs> he gave up. Yep. <laughs> and Kale was gonna probably pin him anyway, and he, well, he did have the tech fall already met, yep. and you could just see the wind coming out of the kid. He he didn't want any more of that stuff. So he so uh, great tournament for Kale. Kale looked really good too. I mean. Um, that's the important thing is not just you you win that you wrestle the good technique and um, you know so I, I focus on watching matches as far as technique wise not necessarily uh, how you know how they're scoring or what I mean you can win a match and look sloppy and terrible and and we'll have some discussions but uh, uh, you know he's wrestling great technique and that's what we we need to see. Uh, especially against good wrestlers like that. Um, he also won the Outstanding Wrestler Award for the tournament, which is voted on by all the coaches. Um, so with the all the strong competition um, in this tournament that we talked about, and there are some great matches too, that uh, um, to win that award is, is uh, uh, you know pretty great accomplishment. So... Uh, good to see that. That's his second in a row. We'll see if we can go for three next year on that. <laughs> then um, next up, 120, just a tough bracket. Uh, well, you know, 120 is tough all, everywhere this year. 
Um, Connor, uh, Ratonia was seated seventh. Um, that gives him the honor of wrestling the defending state two-time state champion, which <laughs> defending two-time state <clears throat> champion seated second in this tournament. Okay. That, that shows you that it's tough. Um, and, uh, um, Connor ended up getting pinned in the second period. I thought he, he was battling pretty well. Um, uh, you know, Chavez is just, just very, very solid. And, um, you know, and, and Connor was keeping it respectable. I, I, I think it was just two to nothing at that point. I thought two to nothing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Two to nothing at that Mm -hmm. point, and then just had his head down and got stacked and pinned. And so just something Connor uh, have to improve on. Uh, And I think he was putting his head down to 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 fight some hand control, but he's got to learn how to how to uh, not put your head down when you're fighting for hand control. Um, In fact, probably don't worry about the hand control until you start coming out and then start getting the hand control. But uh, um, then is, uh, you know, coming back through. Um, let's see here. He had this, the Scott Community kid. Uh, yeah, he had a bye the next round, and then he had a Scott Community kid. And that kid was tough, uh, too. Um, he ended up losing to a, a former state medalist and uh, ended up sixth, which actually that's what, the kid was seated um but uh, in the seating meetings i know their coaches were speaking highly of him they were trying to argue for a higher seed but they had no argument to to go higher uh it was he was put in by record and um and uh they were saying that uh yeah but his only three losses were to a state champion he wrestled the state champion three times and so they, they were talking up like he was pretty good and and uh he did give laszlo who's a returning state medalist a good match and 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 uh but uh connor ended up losing one zero real tight close match um you know to a very good competitor and but uh knowing connor he's he's gonna take something out of this and, and learn from it and, and get better yeah and well i guess you could say he hit his seed lost to the number six guy to Basically, get a medal or not. So, yep. You know, when we talk about uh, a guy's development and stuff like that, um, you know, you you like to see uh, Connor further along, but holy smoke, you think about where he came from. Uh, he's actually ahead of what I would say uh, a normal person would be uh, progress wise because. Uh, his wrestling experience, he started in eighth grade in middle school only. Um, and, and this is not a knock on middle school wrestling. It's in fact, middle school wrestling, I, I think is extremely, extremely important for our program. Um, and we've got some good coaches in there. Um, uh, but it's six weeks of wrestling and, uh, there's eight of those out of those six weeks. Um, eight of those days, pretty much you're competing somehow or something so uh there's actually i think one week where they practice maybe twice two or three times during the week and that's it and uh so there's not a lot of learning and development goes on and i know the coaches are trying to expand the schedule um to where they start earlier and and go longer or maybe not longer necessarily because you can't really go into um track was with 
middle school, they got four seasons there, four sports seasons. Uh, but they can start a couple weeks earlier. That might help, and they're they're trying to do that. But um, that all comes down to two things. First of all, competition availability, uh, and also um, the administrator is really willing to do that. And um, you know, and so uh, they're working on that, and hopefully they can expand that a little bit earlier and and get some more practice for him. But uh, anyhow, go back to Connor. It, it it that middle school wrestling six weeks is kind of an introduction to the sport um you know has been extremely helpful to us in, in some of our uh, especially our state dual teams and, and putting in dual teams um we're able to get kids that never thought of wrestling try it in middle school and actually like it and find out that hey if they work hard they can develop into a good wrestler and and uh you know and make make good uh, you know, fill in some spots that we need. Um, then, you know, some of them end up getting state medals too. So, uh, again, in introduction to sport, and since we're into Connor's sophomore season, uh, I would say he barely has, he probably has about two years experience wrestling total. Um, in, in, as far as high school wrestling goes. And, and, uh, he's right on the bubble, in my opinion of a state, state medal, uh, as far as beating state medalists, um, you know, hopefully by the end of the year uh, we can get them over that hump. And, and anybody that can become a state medalist within two years, that's that's a big, uh, big jump. And so, especially this year, considering how loaded one twenty is. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Connor's got the fortunate luck of uh, you having Kale at one thirteen, where everybody's avoiding. So the easiest thing to do is go up mm-hmm. a weight class. And then you got the kids at one twenty six are avoiding a three time state champ going for his fourth, Garcia. They're coming down because you know they're thinking that I don't want to go up to thirty two because there's some studs up there, and and, uh, and certainly there's studs at twenty six also, but. Uh, I'd rather go, you know, they're thinking I'd rather go down a weight class into studs rather than up a weight class into studs. So, uh, so he's kind of got that weight class that's squeezed in by, by two, uh, super studs on each end. And, and so, um, doing the ratings, uh, looking at, there's, there's probably be former state medalists not getting medals this year, but, uh, I think Connor's right on that bubble. Uh, problem is that bubble is, a. uh, is uh you might be staying home from state because your district is loaded or you might get a state medal you know so that's 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 where he's at but uh connor's a hard worker and and got a great attitude and um you know i talked to him briefly afterward and he says don't worry i um i'll learn from it and get better i got notes i wrote notes and like whoa wrote notes you mean a a student athlete wrote notes i mean (laughs) Coaches are the ones who write notes. Yeah, and they normally don't write notes. They just pout after their matches and and uh, you know come back to practice the next day and do what the coach tells them to do. And but if he wrote notes or whatever, he's he knows what he needs to work on, so he's going to work on it. So uh, good to see, and hopefully that that's going to pay off someday. And um, so anyhow, I know you know not placing might be rough. For him, but uh, again, that weight class is loaded. Uh, next, going to Braxton. Um, you know, Braxton is uh, you know a freshman for us, doing real well. 
<clears throat> his uh, I certainly thought he had a good chance getting the finals, and and he did have a good match going against uh, this Lexington kid, and he finished ahead of him last week uh, at Skyler, but uh, and they never met, but their common opponents were very similar scores, uh, so we knew it was going to be very close, and and Braxton actually took the lead a little bit and was looking mm-hmm. good, and then um, then the, this kid. Uh, is a pretty good Peterson roller, and if you know anything about Peterson rolls, if uh, if you're not careful there, you can get reversed for five points pretty darn quick, and that's kind of what happened to Braxton. So the score kind of got out of hand on him. And um, well, I think there was a double double back point score on that one too, where where that Hubbard had still had his Peterson locked, and then got the three, and then hit it right back again. But not it didn't really end up changing the match, but it definitely made the score even more lopsided looking. Um, yeah. So. Um, but there's again these are these are things we can learn from, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, and and this is something I have in the back of my mind here to uh, or in my notes to to work with Braxton on this week uh, um, to help him out and make him a better wrestler. Uh, you know he he's uh, he's certainly got a great work ethic. Um, you know I knew coming in that he he, uh, he did attend a lot of camps. He's got some experience, um, but just didn't know much about his wrestling style and all that. And we're we're learning a lot of that throughout the season, and that's how we're going to make him get better is, is developing that technique. Uh, you can go all the camps in the world you you want to, and and. Uh, uh, and learn all this stuff, but if you don't learn, don't develop solid, good, solid technique. You just know a bunch of moves. Um, you know uh, that's not going to win matches. Just knowing a bunch of moves, you gotta gotta develop the technique that works against the top ten percent. Um, and I think he's got a high ceiling yet. That's that's the exciting part. He's he's having good success. I mean, he got third here. Uh, uh, yeah, his bracket wasn't as tough as one. 20 but it, you know it's still a solid bracket uh good kids in there and and he's been doing this all year long um you know getting uh third place at tournaments and and stuff like that and winning matches i mean he's got uh um you know good winning percentage 17 and 8 now after this uh, you know and and certainly i i think that uh, there's still room for him to continue growing and getting better and um you know and and so real excited about that I, he's gonna have a great career for us long term and he's certainly having a great freshman season right now but um and he did let's see let's look uh you know he had a, a kid he had earlier in the year from beatrice in his constellation semifinals uh beat him again um you know and that kid's not a bad kid and especially beatrice is on a roll and sometimes when teams get on a roll, they're you know they they get tough, and and Beatrice certainly had some wins that I never expected. So uh, dangerous match there, uh, going against a team on a roll, and got a win there, and then um, had this Johnson from uh, Hastings in the or in the for the third place match, and um, you know great match there for Braxton. Uh, really proud of him how he finished. Uh, he was down by one late in the match, and and. You know, and uh, he was attacking and going all out. Uh, something we actually 
did work on a little bit this week and probably need to spend more time on it based off of some results we saw. But, uh, um, you know, and he went all out and ended up getting the takedown with little time left and and win, uh, won the match. So, uh, you know, great job for him to, to do that um, and finish third because it's always better. It always feels better to finish with a, a win than it does a loss when you walk out of the building, no matter what place you get. Um, all righty, moving on, 132, AJ. Um, AJ's wrestling re- really well right now. Um, you know, it has been all season. He's probably one of those guys I feel real comfortable with. He's very consistent. Um, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, and I, I, the guys I know he's going to beat, he's going to beat. And, and the tough matches, I know he's going to be in a battle there. Um, and certainly that was the case here. Uh, got a couple pins uh, going into him. That's another thing. AJ's a... Uh, a good pinner and i think he might even be leading the team right now on pins and and so uh and, and those pins are extremely important um because uh, those are extra team points those are the maximum team points you can earn uh in duels or tournament competition so uh we love we love to see pins um so i got a couple pins and then he ran into this jalen ruffin who's highly rated class a state runner-up last year in class a uh great match um i don't know i there's a couple couple situations where i thought he 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 secured the takedown but but the official in this official did that other times with everybody else he was always and, and you know and, and and i don't have problems with that because sometimes officials call takedowns too fast um this is a case where he might have been just a little slow on it he, he waits for things you know when they're basically AJ caught him the first time, kind of a Metzger where uh, mm-hmm. he was trying to throw AJ and 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 AJ caught him on his back there and yeah, held and, him there for a while and he kind of held him there for a little bit and I felt that uh, probably should have been a takedown and maybe a, a, almost back points. I, but, I would say at least back, two back points. And but the official let it play out because there's. I don't know. Apparently, seen some movement or something that he's moving back and forth. I wouldn't say it was continuous. No, he's back. But... And, it's got to be continuous. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, um, that was the big thing for me when it it was no longer continuous and there was some shifting back and forth. It yeah. was like there it is. Yeah, that shifting back and forth should be a takedown. But anyhow, <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. That's what the official called, and you know, and it, it, when you talk to the officials, it's judgment. You know, so yep. you. you you can't win those and those arguments no matter what uh, frustrating sometimes but it is what it is and so uh still had an opportunity wrestled him tough um you know so nobody can say oh he got lucky uh, caught him on his back off a mistake well no the ref didn't make the right call but uh you know that really kind of actually hurt quite a bit because mm-hmm. the kid ended up getting the takedown off that if i remember right he and they finally ended up rolling through and he ended up getting the takedown. That's a four point swing, and uh, you know where the back. That's <laughs> and even more. But mm-hmm. but still, instead of AJ getting two, uh, you know Ruffin had two. So instead of us being up two zero, they're up two zero. Uh, we end up two to two going into overtime, um, and then end up in kind of something 
almost similar in a way. Not not wasn't a Metzger off a lateral. It was more of a just uh, looked like we had a takedown, uh, but somewhat similar that they let it go on a little bit because there's wouldn't say complete control. Um, you know, this is probably a, a better call than the last one. But still, and the kid ended up rolling uh, through and somehow getting a takedown. And, um, you know, but uh, uh, either way, great match for AJ. Um, you know, if he goes on the state and wins state this year, he won't care about this, th- that uh, semifinal match one bit. Um, you know, and the good thing is uh, uh, Ruff and wrestled Arnold, the number one kid in the Class B, real tough, was 1 0. And, so if AJ's right there with Ruffin and Ruffin's right there with Arnold, um, we did wrestle Arnold earlier in the year, and AJ gave up some points there that uh, thought that uh, um, probably shouldn't have. Just not great wrestling, but that was also right after our our break that we had to take, and we were kind of rusty, um, you know. And AJ uh, lost by two then, so. Uh, he's right in the hunt there. Um, certainly he's got some guys that are very tough ahead of him, but uh, uh, he's capable of beating them if he wrestles his best. So that's that's what we're excited about. Um, AJ came back. The, the pin machine got a pin in the Constellation Semis. And uh, then he had a, nice, a real another tough kid. Um, uh, this uh, uh, kid from the Scott community again. Um and actually, I think I was wrong on that when I mentioned that I got the wrong kid. This is the kid that Scott Community said that his losses were only to state champ. Uh, the other one was just a good wrestler uh, with a great record and everything. That uh, Connor Antonio. This is the one now that I, now that I look at this and, and what his record is. Um, so they had real high on him thinking that they should be seated a lot higher than they were. Um, and... Uh, uh, so AJ ended up getting a four to zero win over him, and that so that was a good win um, for AJ to to beat somebody of that caliber. Uh, in, in fact, uh, that Scott City kid beat uh, this Nagel from Gary, who's been rated all year. And the only negative part is we kind of wanted to wrestle that Nagel kid, and, um, but uh, uh, we we beat uh, the kid who beat him. So uh, that that shows I think we're uh, we. We should be confident going into that match if we see that at state. Uh, so third place, pretty good, you know, pretty darn good, all things considered, where the, the quality of the competition there. Um, going 138, um, uh, we had Hunter Anderson was out. So, uh, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to have uh, backups that are, are, are solid. Um Austin's a varsity guy for us last year, wrestled a lot and um and really looked good at the end of the year and came close to qualifying the state. So um we're we're not too worried about putting him in there and uh, so he gets to draw right away this first match. Uh, actually has a bye and then gets the first match against uh, uh this Gearing kid who's um tougher nails only had one loss going into the tournament and um like 29 and one or something like that but uh um and uh, end up losing nine zero you know that's somewhat respectful considered the, the quality of opponent he had and um and then coming back through uh 
uh, Austin, uh, kind of, uh, one of those guys who, uh, he's dangerous. Um, uh, he had the Sydney kid from Sydney that, uh, um, I think I actually took him down if I remember right, but, uh, and Austin ended up, mm-hmm. uh, reversing him and pinning him. And, um, so that was, um, and, and that was kind of, we expected to win that one anyway. Uh, uh, and he did pin him right away in the first period. And then he had a pretty tough opponent. Um, well, I would, a, a decent opponent, I guess, you know, looking at it now, but, um, uh, a pretty decent opponent and, uh, from Lexington, uh, and, uh, I was on the other mat coaching and watching his half the time, <laughs> uh, because I had another coach with me that I was comfortable with and I had them kind of take over that match. So, but anyhow, uh, I think Austin was down by a fair amount and reversed the guy and pinned him too to, uh, to get a medal. Uh, so, uh, good to see he never quits no matter, even if he's down, he keeps battling, 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 and he gets you on your back. He's going to put you away. And, um, and then he ended up, uh, I think controlling the match and, and, and somehow, oh, I guess I see. I say somehow in two minutes and one second he got a pin, but I was thinking two minute period, first period, but now it's one minute in constellations uh, for fifth place. So, uh, you know, good tournament for Austin for us, helped us out. Um, and uh, finishing fifth, uh, real happy to see that. Um, next, we go up to 145. Uh, we got Walker in there, and uh, um, I know earlier in the year we had and Johnny had originally won the spot off, and and really Johnny's won both wrestle offs in overtime over Walker, so they're very equal, uh, you know, as far as who we put in there, uh, Johnny or Walker, and been real happy for Walker getting the experience he is. a freshman. He was varsity, and last year fell in a tough spot, and. And this year he's um, helping us out and, and getting a lot of varsity experience again. And uh, you know, while Johnny's been sick and and stuff, and um, but uh, they'll be wrestling off again next week. And in fact, next week is basically our final wrestle offs of the season. So kind of sets our lineup for sub districts and right EMC sub districts, districts and state. But uh, um, you know, Walker. Uh, lucky him gets to draw the the state returning state champ. He, first round obviously a bye, but then it's a returning state champ, so that that didn't go quite so well. And uh, um, and then he's got another kid that uh, then he draws this kid coming back through the third seeded wrestler. It's like he can't can't. Uh, get a break and yeah. uh, so a tough another tough match for walker and but uh um so ended up losing that one but russell's a number two and number three seed in the tournament uh you could be the fourth best guy and you're out of luck so uh that was kind of walker situation just out of luck um but uh you know moving on 152 connor um connor had a first round a lexington kid that he wrestled at Skyler didn't go well there. Didn't go well again. Um, 
And and so he ended up losing that match. I thought he wrestled him a little bit better this time. The score ended up being similar, but uh, but I thought he wrestled him better this time, um, and that's good. Uh, and then the next match, he had a uh, Connor went out and got a pin, did a nice job on a decent kid and got a uh, got a pin. And Constellation Semis ran into the number three seated guy. Uh, you know, wrestled tough, but uh, again, you know, he ended up losing that match. Um, then dropping down to fifth and sixth, and uh, Connor's looking good. Then something happened. I, I don't remember what it was. He got caught and pinned, and um, can't remember what exactly what it was off the top of my head. I had to look at it, but I mean, I was in the corner and uh, coaching him, but just thinking, oh no, don't we don't need that, and and uh, so. Uh, Otherwise, you know, finishing fifth would have been real good, but uh, that's one of those things where you just get caught, and that's where we got to learn to uh, not allow a situation to get caught, number one. And if you do, you got to learn to get off your back. And, um, you know, and, and I, I tell our guys, uh, think about all the guys you wrestle. Uh, there's always somebody out there that you just cannot pin and just drives you nuts. Well, you need to be that guy um, when you get on your back. Um, and so that's something Connor needs to work on because I think he gets off his back. I think he wins that match. Um, uh, you know, fortunately, that's a match that's not, you know, fifth or sixth place medal is not a major difference in the world, but uh, that could be to go to state or maybe to get a state medal where you should win a match and you get caught. You need to learn to get off your back so you, so you continue on. So speaking of continue on, Blaine Bamer. Um, Blaine, Blaine was seated fourth, finished fourth, pretty much did what he's supposed to do. And that's kind of been Blaine all year. Blaine, mm-hmm. Blaine's been a, a, a pleasant, I wouldn't say surprise, but pleasant consistency. Yeah. I mean, he does what he's supposed to do and, um, he wrestles some guys tough and, you know, and, and maybe loses, uh, but you know, sometimes you're expected to lose those, but, but we just want to get him over that hump. But I keep forgetting he's just a sophomore, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, in a 160-pound weight class when he's um, really probably should, should be a 152-pounder. But but we got Connor there, and so uh, he's wrestling up a weight and and just a sophomore, and he's out there competing and doing well and, um, again, finishing fourth here. Uh, you know, he won his first match, got a pin, you know, pretty easily, and then he had this co from Beatrice. Uh, last time wrestled very, very tough, and they got tossed and pinned uh, right at the end of the match when we thought we had a chance to take him down going overtime or something, and um, but didn't. And and guy got a couple double unders and threw him and and pinned him. Well, <laughs> it's like he remembered. He remembered. Yeah, he came out. That's the first thing he did. He didn't even mess around. He, he went double, double under. overs. Um, I think he went double overs and. No, he didn't. It was double unders, and he lifted, and yeah, and Blaine's arms were sticking in the air, and right, and, uh, yeah. and and tossed him. Exact same. I mean, just exact same thing. So uh, next time Blaine wrestles Blair, we got to keep those Beatrice. elbows in, or Beatrice. I mean, <laughs> well, anybody keep those elbows in. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I know he was disappointed because I know before the match he mentioned something about that. Last time it was close, and and so I felt that he was confident going in that he could compete with this guy and maybe 
get the win and and I think if he doesn't get in that situation, I think he's right. But uh, got to stay out of that situation. Um, so anyhow, uh, and then he comes back and um, gets a major decision to get in the, for third and fourth, uh, and uh, uh, ends up. Uh, let's see here. The guy who was seated second got upset, um, and really wasn't an upset in the semifinals. The number three seed probably should have been seated above him, but I, I don't know how that seeding meet went. But um, how that Scott City guy got ahead of North Platte. But anyhow, either way, the guy seated ahead of him beat Blaine, and that's I mean, as he they were seated, I guess it went as planned. So uh, again, things for Blaine went kind of as planned. Um, we're hoping that uh, we can get him over that that hump to start beating some of those guys that. Uh, uh, you didn't plan on on beating, uh, or or you're not expected to, um, you know. But again, he's just a sophomore at a bigger weight, and um, things where he came from last year uh, to this year is also one of those guys I'd say has had major improvements over last year. Okay, moving up to 170, um, uh, Joe Wells. Joe's also been having a tremendous season, you know, considering where he was at last year and, and now where we're at this year. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and not just uh, winning, but you're starting to see some technique happening and uh, that's against good kids. You know, you always see technique happening against bad kids because that's easy. But, uh, you know, in uh, Joe's uh, – um, Final match, the fifth place match, and Joe was actually seated seventh. Um, lost the first one, then he then he pinned the number two seed to uh, not a bad record necessarily, and then he ended up losing to another a tough kid from Hastings, who I, I knew was tough going in uh, based off last year, Russell and them, um, and that kid ended up getting third anyway, and then and then. Uh, uh, Joe had for fifth place. He had this kid from Holdridge, Sam Holt, and Sam Holt. I know he's been uh, he's been rated in some of the polls and and very close to ratings in others. So uh, very very tough kid. Um, and Joe's actually wrestling pretty well, and um, I think he even got a takedown in there and was in deep on a couple of shots that uh, you know so. You know, good improvements there and uh, end up getting pinned, but uh, um, just a great tournament for him. Obviously, finished higher in his seed and uh, uh, and really uh, doing well for us this year. Uh, you know, it came a long ways from last year, so happy to see that, especially for a senior, uh, to show such progress. All right. Uh, 182, got Hunter. Um, you know Hunter's first round match against this Deegan Nelson from Beatrice, who's who's rated in the state. Hunter Hunter wrestled him very tough. Uh, end up losing a, a close match, um, six to three, uh, and really a six to three match. You take one takedown where you got taken down, and you get the takedown, you win that match. That's how close it is. Uh, so Hunter's not right there. He's he's not that far. He's he's actually very close, but very far. If you, <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying, 
because he lost his next match to a guy he should have never lost to. Um, and uh, uh, part of it is Hunter's just he's tough to score on. He's very tough to score on. That's usually the a first step to a guy who's 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 not experienced as a wrestler and and hard to say a junior's not experienced because he should be experienced by now uh three years in the program and i think one or two in middle school but uh he's got to got to develop some kind of offense and um saw some positive things in there on his setups he just got to pull the trigger uh and get the shot he, he's 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 getting some setups uh, i thought were really good uh, in that match, you know, that last match he lost especially. Um, and, and it was right there for him. And, and so he just got to get the confidence to pull the trigger. And I, I think he wins that match easily and goes on and places um, somewhere in that, that bracket. Um, and, again, a very tough bracket uh, that he would he would place in. So, um, But uh, just got to get him to pull that trigger and get him over that hump. And, and he's, he's going to be all right. Okay. Uh, let's see. One ninety-five. One ninety-five. Luke, you <laughs> gotta buy the first round. Yeah, the o- <laughs> only buy in the entire tournament in the eight-man brackets, and Luke gets it. So obviously, we lose two team points right there because of that. Because we'd get a pin normally, and they don't give bonus points for buys. Um, so that's why coaches don't like buys in the first round. So anyhow, uh, but Luke uh, Russell Grade, he only had two matches. Pinned the first kid in eight seconds, if that's correct. Yes, that is correct. Okay. I wasn't was pretty quick. I wasn't at that match. I was, uh, help, I was over helping somebody else, and I do know I looked over, and it was over, and like, what, you know, but I didn't know it was eight seconds. Yep. Yeah, it was Okay. <laughs> well, he didn't have much of a warm-up there. Nope. So... Uh, uh, then he had, uh, this, uh, uh, Vincent Ginatone, who's actually a state runner up in Wyoming last year and, and moved to North Platte, um, rated number one in class a, uh, has beaten some good kids, wrestled some other kids real tough. Uh, in fact, uh, he, the night before, uh, North Platte was in Kearney wrestling and they wrestled uh, broken bow, which. He's got that dude who's rated number one in Class B and number one all-class. This North Platte kid was winning with just seconds left and got tossed to his back uh, as time ran out. He got the takedown but didn't get the back points. And against that, uh, um, oh, the Broken Bow, um, Duda. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that uh, Genotone's very, very tough wrestler and, and uh you know kind of scary going into that and and uh um luke's been wrestling a lot better lately and uh you know we've we've been working on a few things and and uh techniques and also uh better practice habits and on conditioning things like that so uh luke's been uh and luke looked great in this match i mean he, he dominated the match it ended up being nine to four which uh, a nine to four is a solid beating if you look at the high level athletes. When you talk about college or or high level athletes, nine to four, you know, a five point win is is a is a solid win. Um, in fact, I think Luke gave up two cheap points at the end just because yeah, it's a cheap reversal. Yeah, just because you know he didn't want to force something, make 
you know, and hang on and do something dumb and give up a big reversal to your back and pin or something like that. And so he just kind of let him come on around and because uh, time is running out. Uh, I mean, there's only a couple seconds left. So uh, really a dominating match. Uh, and so great to see. And Luke was doing the things that uh, I wanted him to work on that uh, I think is going to help him down the road, uh, you know, not only – the rest of the season, but next season, and if he decides to go into college, uh, it'll help him in his wrestling in college. Just the, the style and the, some of the uh, things we're working on. Again, don't want to give those secrets away to <laughs> our arch rivals listening in. Um, so great tournament for him. You know, I certainly thought he had a chance of getting outstanding wrestler because of the person he beat. Um, but there are so many choices out there and. Uh, including Kale. So glad we brought that award at home anyway. <laughs> All right. Then uh, uh, Carter Lurch got, uh, he wrestled this week for us. Um, you know, Aiden's been uh, uh, in our varsity spot, been been winning those wrestle-offs, been some close ones at times. And, and so, uh, and in fact, Carter actually beat him in one wrestle-off match and forced a two out of three. Um you know, so Carter's right there. He's uh, he's got some good things. Uh, um, he's also got a got a lot to learn yet, and and build some confidence. And and one of the things he's got to learn, we he, he uh, I think he learned it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, first match he lost, he should have never lost. Um, you know, the kid's not horrible, but uh, uh, but uh, Carter's better. In fact, he got a rematch of him later. He lost five to three to the Sydney kid, um, which is too bad because I really, really thought that uh, he could beat the Adam Central kid in the next match. And in fact, uh, that Sydney kid uh, uh, only lost six to three. And if you look how much Carter dominated the Sydney kid in his finals match, um, you know I, I think we have a good chance of winning that and Carter getting into finals. And um, and and who knows what happens there? Then you'd have that. Uh, Beatrice kid who Aiden wrestled real tough in our duel then got way high and pinned uh, but was only down by two late in the match um, so you know if Carter's close to Aiden like that it just you know there's no reason why he couldn't uh, maybe pull out the win too but uh, certainly had a good chance of really finishing high um, yeah but uh, uh, he ended up losing that match in the quarterfinals, but uh, came back through, uh, you know, which is good to see. Um, got a pin, got a couple pins, actually. Oh, I guess a bye, then a pin. Um, and then he ran into somebody real tough, that Davis from Hastings. And, and I don't know what happened, uh, how the Beatrice kid beat that Hastings kid. I would have never had to put money on Hastings winning that match and probably by pin. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like he just... Put him to his back, got a takedown to his back in the second period, and that's all she wrote. I don't know what, but maybe he yeah, I didn't throw in too. I didn't see that match, and I'm assuming that's what happened. He got caught and pinned. You know, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, we talk about in wrestling that you know you can beat anybody if you just catch him and pin him. Um, I mean, that's not how you want to live, but um, but if you're over, yeah, if the guy's so much better than you, that's one thing you might look for sometimes. If you so anyhow, kind of got it upset there which 
was bad for Carter because that gave him a tough match uh, in the Constellation Semis. So he lost there and dropped down for fifth. But on the positive end, he got to wrestle that Sydney kid. And, and if anything, this is a great learning lesson for Carter. Um, and we'll talk with him about that. Again, not to divulge any secrets, but uh, Carter ended up winning eight to one, and I think, uh, uh, you know, I think he sees now, and just some of the conversations he had there, that uh, um, I think this is going to help him out long term and make him a better wrestler, because um, he really should have won that the first time. But anyhow, that um, so nice job for Carter stepping in, getting a medal in a in a tough tournament for us. Um, obviously, Aiden graduating next year. Uh, Carter's probably going to be the 220-pounder for us uh, unless somebody else steps up um, and challenges him. But uh, um, you never know. But uh, um, And Carter has a chance this year yet. Got Russ Loss next week. You never know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's he wins this time. So, uh, you know, good tournament for him to get – hopefully build some confidence and and to learn something too yeah I, I i think he learned something here and i'll definitely make sure he remembers it so <laughs> um jake uh 285 uh jake has has really started wrestling well lately finally doing what i expected him earlier in the year um i think jake struggled with some confidence early in the year um and and didn't win some matches or didn't compete as well as I would hope in some matches. Um, and just talking to him, I think that's uh, that was a case in those, not necessarily ability, but more uh, the mental part. Um, hopefully that's getting better. Uh, Jake's had a couple good wins now. Um, last week he beat Hume from Blair, which is a, a solid win. And this week in the semifinals beat this Brandon Locke from Sydney, who – had a great record and and actually was rated number six in, in the state. So uh, beat a beat a, a ranked wrestler, and so hopefully that gives Jake the confidence that uh, uh, he needs going forward that he can he can win a state medal if he wrestles with confidence uh, and it, with his abilities. There's no reason in the world he can't win a state medal, and so hopefully that this helps him there, especially these last two weeks. Uh, first match, you know, easy match for him, no problem. Pins a kid in 27 seconds. Uh, and then the semifinals, that's where he had that Brandon Locke the, the, from Sydney who's rated. Uh, beat him 5-3, to three, just, a, just a good old-fashioned heavyweight re- wrestling match. Uh, you know, 5-3 to three score, that's that's not bad at all for those guys. That's, that's some offense going on. And, and then he ran into a, a rock in the finals, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Scott Community, I, I didn't see that match because I was over with with uh, Luke at the time. But uh, I, I do know going into that, that kid was rated in Kansas. and um, was a returning state medalist for Kansas. Returning state medalist. Stud football player. And, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know how that transpired or what. He got caught or, or what. But uh, you get 285 on top of your chest, that's hard to bridge out of there. Um, best thing is don't get there. If you're heavyweight, uh, and uh, but anyhow, uh, good tournament for him. Hopefully, this helping him build some confidence. Because again, I, I say if he he has confidence and wrestles like he can, uh, there's no reason he can't win a state medal for us. So that kind of wraps up all the individuals. 
don't know. You got something to add? Not really. I mean, we touched on the team stuff beforehand. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I guess that's it. Um, we can move on to next week or this coming week then. Yeah. Um, start with Monday. <laughs> sure. I just try to think. If there's anything else out of all this? It is a great tournament for us. So, uh, experience wise, again, there's some disappointments in there. Um, you know, not, nothing in anybody's effort. It's you know maybe in how we wrestled or what we're you know where we're at, things like that maybe. But uh, all things that we can we need to work on. And problem with our schedule this year with the COVID and everything screwing things up and some things going on, other things out of our control. Um, just uh, uh, we usually have these tough tournaments early in the season and and we find these um, areas of improvement we need to work on earlier and uh, um, but uh, being quarantined for you know losing the fracas and and the boys town tournament you know like I said really set us behind on that area but we're getting that now and hopefully we can get these fixed in time because uh, there's not a whole lot of time so as next week all right those uh, so are coming <clears throat> Yeah, it looks like there's snow tomorrow. That's at least what they're saying. And um, so, uh, you know, obviously if there's no school, uh, practices are on question. But uh, the forecast I last I saw late last night and even this morning, early this morning, uh, looks like it's an all-day event. My guess is uh, if it does what it said, they're saying, there's going to be no school. Um, but there will be practice. <laughs> just might not be a practice yeah there cool. will be practice so uh if you're getting this today on sunday um or early enough we'll be practicing at 3 30 uh bring your snowmobiles no just kidding <laughs> uh if we can't have it at the school which uh i really highly doubt it based off the forecast yeah it looks like it's going to like 6 p.m peak stuff so. yeah you know and and that's fine but uh nowadays that's one of the Benefits out of COVID, we learned how to use Google Classroom, and and we can have Google Classroom practices. Uh, I'm sure they're enjoyable to the guys, but uh, that's what we'll be doing uh, tomorrow afternoon, 3.30, just like if it was regular practice. Um, Unless the weather changes and we don't. something happens in the weather. But uh, uh, be checking your emails, um, the student emails uh, for that, so... Otherwise, the rest of the week, I, I think, is okay weather-wise. I think Wednesday, there's supposed to be another shot coming through the snow, but it doesn't sound like much. Um, but you never know. About two days ago, Monday wasn't supposed to be much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, I think Thursday, Tuesday might even be a little bit questionable in the beginning. Cause supposed to <clears throat> keep going to like 2, eight, 2 or 3 a.m. and... Yeah, so it, I don't know. Well, how, it's supposed to be a decent day as far as uh, no snow and I think partly cloudy. They say, but uh, but if there's if the snow goes too late on Monday and they don't get it clear, who knows? Uh, but we might have practice that day because that might be one of those days situations where early in the day it was was too bad to to go to school, so they call it off. But by by afternoon, that roads are clear and. And weather is cooperative that we can have practice. So uh, certainly we'll be watching, you know, the kids have to watch their school emails, and, and that's where we'll be communicating with them uh, as far as 
practice situations because we're just too late in the year to just to take a day off um you know obviously we had sunday off and and then jv had friday or saturday off uh but uh um taking too many days off and you know we don't want to do that so anyways thursday we've got the papillion la vista duel at home yeah and, and they're very very tough i've been watching some results on them and kind of scary haven't had a chance to sit down and uh scout that out yet that'll come this week but uh um they're gonna be very tough and you know and that's we're okay with that that's why we 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 wrestle that tough competition to find out how to get better and to and get better and so um uh, we'll have to um we'll wrestle that it's also on our schedule as a military appreciation day um i have to talk to the administration on that to make sure that that's all clear still uh obviously the new administration and all the crazy things going on this year uh, we haven't really talked about that yet, but I'll bring that up here. Um, now, one thing different we're we're not doing this year. In, in the past, we've um, asked for donations that we donated uh, different events, different things in the area as far as uh, for the military. Um, you know, the uh, Benton Memorial Veterans Memorial. We've we've donated right right around seven thousand dollars for that to be built over the years. Uh, we also donated to uh, the uh, Legion Hall and for some repairs, you know, much needed repairs around there. So uh, we use this to help raise money for that and uh, ask for donations, whether it's per takedown or or just a flat out donation. And but this year decided not to do it. A uh, couple reasons. Number one reason is, you know, with all the the you know, the, the COVID and uh, all the people's different situations. I you know I don't want to ask for more money uh, people have given a lot uh and some people have you know been hurt by this uh pandemic financially and and felt that uh, this is probably not the time to be asking for more um uh, you know and and so we decided not to do that but we still want to recognize veterans and and uh you were you know since we only are allowed for which actually improvement for per athlete in there you probably won't see as many uh, um your uh extra fans that you would normally get uh that might be veterans so hopefully the ones that we do have there we can recognize them and thank them for their uh you know their contributors contributions to our society I, contributions yeah I, yeah okay <laughs> got tongue-tied there getting a little bit uh, dry mouth from all the talking you need to talk more so i can take more drinks of water to clear the throat you need to take more breaks so i can get I in there you just keep rolling well you gotta huh? when i pause you gotta jump in i guess and jv starts at six o'clock and as normal you know we'll start varsity shortly after i know they always say on the schedule or we typically have on the schedule seven o'clock for varsity but you know typically it's it's really it's shortly after jv wraps up um as always with all our home stuff we'll have it streamed and on bennington tv so those that can't make it can can still watch online um and that's that's the last duel of the year yep and uh last home duel last last duel uh, and then we get into the emc tournament 
on Saturday. Um, I did get the information just late last week, but didn't get it out because trying to get all the stuff ready for Lexington. Um, but I'll get that out short, shortly to the parents and so they know what's going on with that. Um, but uh, obviously six teams in our conference this year. It's going to be a round-robin format where they wrestle everybody in their weight class. So just a little bit different. But, uh, yes, we wrestled them all in duel before. But, you know, sometimes people move around and and or somebody's sick or injured. And so you might see a few different ones. But for the most part, you'll see a lot of this. They'll see a lot of the same kids they did earlier. Um, so... That's Early really bus all. ride to Norris. Yeah, I don't have the time yet, but uh, and Norris is, is a uh, about an hour and a half drive in in a bus, and uh, uh, the weigh-ins in the morning are earlier than than normal. So, yeah, it's going to be early. It's not going to be four a.m. early, but <laughs> I I haven't I haven't planned it out yet. But um, my guess is um, it might be five something. <laughs> when we something. leave there's broad range there yep just an hour range <laughs> all right anything else to to cover or we uh, wrap it up in about an hour and a half i don't have anything else in this. you got something on our list uh nope that wraps up my list so i guess uh next week tune in we'll we'll recap the papillion la vista duel and the emc tournament and then we'll preview we've got a a JV event at Bennington, and then on to sub-districts. The postseason is is already upon us, so tune in next week. Until then, see you.